Today is Wednesday, April 12th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Just a few hours after the mass shooting at Old National Bank in Louisville, Kentucky on Monday, and shortly before yesterday's episode was recorded, a second shooting was reported in downtown Louisville. One man was killed and a woman was injured outside of Jefferson Community and Technical College. The campus was immediately cleared and is temporarily shut down. Police said that the suspect fled the scene on foot and that it appears to be unrelated to the shooting from earlier in the day at Old National Bank. Though regarding the bank shooting, a fifth individual passed away from their injuries, with eight others still being treated for gunshot wounds. The shooter has been identified as 25-year-old Connor Sturgeon, and he used an AR-15 rifle that he bought legally a week ago. He was a disgruntled employee of the bank who had worked at a summer intern before being hired full-time, though he was recently notified that he was going to be fired. Before the attack, Sturgeon told his parents and a friend that he was going to shoot up the bank, and he ultimately live-streamed the shooting, which occurred during an 8.30 a.m. employee meeting held 30 minutes before the bank opens to the public. It's probably worth mentioning here that Kentucky is one of the 26 states, though soon to be 27 once Florida throws its hat in the ring, that allows for permitless concealed carry of firearms and does not require a background check. Most adults over 21, that is anyone who hasn't been convicted of a felony, can purchase and carry a gun to most places in the state without any form of license, though schools, government buildings, courthouses, police stations, and anywhere that serves alcohol are supposed to be gun-free locations except when they're not. There was yet another shooting yesterday outside of the Stewart Funeral Home in Washington, D.C., leaving one person dead and three others injured who are now in critical condition. A funeral for a homicide victim had just ended, and police say that several people there may have been targeted, but they don't yet know why. Police have also not yet identified a suspect, though he reportedly fled the scene without being apprehended. This story is still developing. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg filed a lawsuit against House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan yesterday in response to what the 50-page suit calls an unprecedentedly brazen and unconstitutional attack by members of Congress. Bragg filed in federal court in the Southern District of New York with the goal of barring Jordan and his colleagues from enforcing a subpoena of one of the former leaders in the DA's investigation into Trump, who resigned just after Bragg took over when he decided not to seek an indictment of Trump at that time. The lawyer, Mark Pomerantz, is also named as a defendant, indicating that Bragg is also seeking to block him from testifying if he were legally compelled to do so. And he has so far shown no indication that he would be willing to voluntarily. I mean, everyone knows that the only adequate bomb for years of going through Trump's financials is filing a lawsuit as a chaser. A few weeks ago, several dozen classified Pentagon and U.S. military documents were leaked on the messaging app Discord. And they have offered some interesting insights into how the U.S. gathers intelligence and its relationships with several other countries. Here are some of the biggest takeaways. Ukraine was heavily featured, with the documents suggesting that their military is not in a strong position after a year of heavy fighting. And the runway for their air defenses is only until around May 23rd. The documents also make it clear that U.S. intelligence has eyes inside the Russian military to some extent, and that this has enabled the U.S. to warn Ukraine of impending attacks. Is it weird that I feel like I shouldn't be sharing that? 
Also, remember that sketchy incident from a few weeks ago between a U.S. drone and a Russian fighter jet off the coast of Crimea? The documents suggest that it could have been far more dangerous than was disclosed at the time, and that it is part of a pattern of harassment by Russian air forces in the area. The papers also contain new revelations about Russia's courting of Middle Eastern countries for assistance with the Ukraine invasion. One little info snack that was probably gleaned from U.S. infiltration of Russia's intelligence is that U.S. spies caught them boasting that they had convinced the UAE to work with them against the U.S. and the U.K., which serves to confirm existing U.S. suspicions that the UAE was allowing Russia to thwart sanctions. Egypt also gets its own shout-out for their agreement to send nearly 4,000 rockets to Russia to assist in their offensive against Ukraine. And while this is totally their decision, it's not a great look diplomatically given that Egypt is heavily invested in its relationship with the U.S., which provides a casual billion a year or so in security aid. Don't bite the hand and all that, am I right? There was also quite a bit of information on China, though nothing about the price of tea. They show that Beijing is also very willing to send lethal aid to Russia, including one assessment that a Ukrainian attack on Russian soil using NATO weaponry could be a signal for China to increase its aid to Russia. Following this very juicy and extremely problematic leak, the Justice Department has opened an investigation into how these Pentagon documents were released and posted on social media. And U.S. officials have suggested that some documents may have been altered or intended as part of a misinformation campaign. Now, let me just guess who could be behind that. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. On a slightly less newsy note, if you're a fan of Succession and still looking for some post-Episode 3 analysis, you can hear me and my co-founder Aileen Drexler recap the show every week of Season 4 on our Monday bonus episodes of the At Betches podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.